Uh, we are a, a, a group. There's probably, I think we got about 60 people in our live audience today, uh, which is really exciting. Our, our growing number in our community. And uh, we uh, gather each Sunday morning, uh, 9.45, room 202, East Wing of Woodmont Hills. Uh, all kinds of ages, all kinds of demographics, uh, representation from uh, really lots of diversity of area. We come together and we play and talk uh, of what's happening in creative spaces, how we learn more about ourselves, how we learn more about others, and how we more learn more about God uh, in these creative spaces as well. Uh, as we brainstorm different folks we could potentially bring on to the podcast and bring into uh, kind of the conversation, uh, Justin Wright came to mind for many of us who know Justin Wright. And Justin, I've kind of cross paths here off and on. So I'm going to get Justin to kind of introduce himself. Uh, and I've given Justin no questions. Justin, and I feel like Justin and I are pretty tight, pretty good friends. So I'm just going to ask him whatever comes to my mind uh, this morning and ask our live audience anytime y'all want to this morning. We're not going to use the text feature. Just chime in if you want a question or raise your hand or anything like that, if you want to ask Justin a question as well. So I'm going to start here. There, uh, I want to know, Justin, I think this will give everybody a good uh, understanding of you, uh, kind of your foundational love for life, your foundational values, all that kind of stuff. Could you tell us how you and your wife, Lacey, first began your, your dating relationship? Okay. And I know you're asking because I told you this story like tw 20 minutes ago. This is true, Justin. All right, so I'm going to try to shorten it because I don't use it all the time. Uh, but so I'd gone through like a year of like I'm not dating anyone. I'm just going to be dating God. So that just for our listener, that's like a thing people do. Yeah, I'm it's gonna, a thing very, gonna... very spiritual people do sometimes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, so then I was a youth minister at the time at Weston, where you were the youth minister. That's a whole other story. I, you actually kind of got me into youth ministry. I don't know if you knew that. But mm -hmm. so it was a Wednesday night, and um, my friends were like, hey, we're going ice skating uh, with our friend Rachel, who is my wife's uh, lifelong best friend. I was like, oh, cool, that sounds fun. Uh, so we go ice skating, and like I said, I'd been going through this I'm dating God thing, and then I saw her, I was like, oh, here's this, like, beautiful, like, stuck-up, like, Vanderbilt girl. I was totally just like, who am I to say that? But that's what I was, that's where I was at. I was like, that's it. To our listener, if you, if you, when you get to know Lacey, you will understand. She's the complete opposite. She is the most, one of the most uh, warmest people in the world. So we start ice skating, and just like, I was like, I'm going to talk to her, and like, anyways, I sound like such a jerk telling the story. Now. <laughs> that's why I asked. Yeah, and so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, this, this girl's like actually amazing. And then, um, so we go to Rachel's house, her parents' house afterwards, and uh, we're like hanging out, and then we start playing video games, and I don't play video games, because I, I love video games, and I'm just like, that's all I would do. I don't play video games because I love video games. Yes. So to our listener, just to articulate that there, because he gets addicted to video games yeah. when he plays. I'm exactly the same there way. So, yeah. And so I'm like, in my head though, I'm like, okay, I gotta ask this girl out before she leaves. And uh, so I'm like playing Guitar Hero and she's like, hey Justin, it was like so great to meet you. And I'm like, yeah, cool. <laughs> and then she leaves and I'm like, oh no. Uh, but and you didn't ask her out? I did not ask she her out. She made a move was, on you. She was gone, the yeah, end. she was but, gone. But gu guitar hero. Okay, and then so, but during that time we were hanging out, I realized that she was going to a wedding uh, that next day, um, and I was going to a wedding that morning, and the friends I was going to that wedding with in the morning were also going to the wedding she was going to be at, which I was not invited to. 
So I went to the first wedding, and then I was like, hey guys, I'll just like, you don't have to drop me off at my place, I'll just like tag along with y'all. <laughs> and then so um, I'm like, I run into a friend that had been in Australia like on a mission trip, and I'm like catching up with her, but I'm kind of like keeping my eyes on Lacey at the reception the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then I finally I see her, she's about to leave, and I'm like, oh no, not again. And so I like go out, and she's not there. I go into the bathroom, and then I come out, and she's there, but she's there with her mom. So I'm like, I can't ask her out in front of her mom. I give her a hug, and she's like, why is this guy hugging me? Uh, but, but then all I had to say, so I was like, i got to ask this girl out. So I call my friend Jessica, and I get Rachel's number, her best friend. And I call Rachel, and I'm like, hey, hey, Rachel, like, um, this is Justin. I've never called Rachel, I don't think, in my life. It's like, can I get Lacey's number? And she's like, yeah. So then I hang out with Rachel. Rachel immediately calls Lacey, and this was like, I don't know, when would this be, like 20, 2007 or something like that. So it's when you would call somebody and they're on the other line, it'd be like, ring, beep, ring, beep. And so I'm like, I can't leave a message. Like this, I'm just like, to ask her out. She finally picks up and is like, hello. And then, so we go set up a date, um, and the date is New Year's Day, but we happen to be at a New Year's Eve party the night before together, knowing that we have a date the next day. So we like awkwardly dance around each other. Knowing your first date is the next day. Yeah. yeah. And then so we go for coffee and I always do coffee dates because if it's like you know, afternoon coffee, if it's like, if it's bad, you can be like, hey, coffee was cool. Great to meet you. But if it's good, you can kind of prolong the date. So we go, um, the coffee goes great. And then we're like, oh, let's go see a movie. And um, it was like in between movie time. So nothing was playing. So we had some time to go. She's like, we can go watch a movie at my parents' house. I was like, oh, that's perfect. Uh, so we watch, uh, what was the movie with Mark Wahlberg when he like gets on the Jets team? But anyways. Uh, oh, yeah, so, the football movie. Yeah, the football. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so we watch the movie, then we go downstairs, and her family's there eating dinner. And they're like, do you want to stay for dinner? And I was like, <laughs> sure. So that was like our first date. Is that what you wanted? That is exactly okay, what that, I wanted. It's like all the podcasts. Thank you very much. Uh, Lacey, anything to add to that? Oh, yes. So. Tell them. Tell them, say it loud. So I just told them. All right, sorry. So we've been married almost 15 years. Will you come? I know you hate being in front, but will you come up and just. And and so the mic can pick you up here. (laughs) That would be great. So I just confessed this to him like last year or something. We've been married for like almost 15 years. And I said, that night we first met, you had a really bad body odor. Let me, let me, but that's what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I wanted. But did she, she didn't tell you that part earlier. No, she? that yeah. was brand new yeah. information. So, oh, but yeah. I would just say, which says a lot about my game, because <laughs> to land a date with B.O. Yeah. yeah From like, there to, to Bible bath bombs. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Swift transition. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you. Lacey, thank you very much for that as well. This That moment has made my week. I just want everybody to know that now. All right, so thank you for that. Yeah. And uh, and it does give you, I think what I wanted our listener to say, to hear, uh, we have Justin's uh, two boys uh, in here as well, Noble and Gray, uh, are with us too. Just the overall um, 
love and joy, Justin, that when I've been around you, that you carry with you. I mean, these kind of stories and storytelling and all those kind of things. And so I just wanted our listener and our live audience just to get a feel for uh, just the incredible family that you have and and you've got grown to as well. So anyway, uh, so uh, what do you think of when you hear the term creative space or play in a creative space or creativity in general? What kinds of things come to mind for you? Yeah, so um, I've been thinking about this a lot this week, and you know, I think a lot of people when they think of creativity or creative people, they think about like a guy with skinny jeans and spiky hair. Maybe. Yeah, that's um, right. And if, like, to our to our yeah, listener, he just described himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, think, worship leader, and then there you go. There, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so what what I think it like is at the core of creativity, though. Um, is a openness to receive and the bravery to take action. All right, the openness to receive and the bravery to take action. Yeah. Oh, that's strong. All right, can you fill that out for us a little bit? Yeah, so it's something that I've always been curious about and um, is where does where do these ideas come from, these creative ideas come from? Um, so there's that and then just, so there's like the source of it. And, and I do believe... Um, you know, like if all we ever read, or if the only part of the Bible we had was Genesis one, like what would we know about mm. God? We would know He's a Creator God, like He creates things, and that we are made in His image, and so like we are naturally created, and so when we are creative, we're tapping into the Spirit of God um, and His design for us, and like and that's like a deep-rooted connection with Him through that process. And then the second half of that is like I feel like so many people. So I'll just say my, my greatest fear in life, besides the obvious stuff of like spiders and like losing my family, is dying. <laughs> yeah. Spiders and losing my family. I didn't, I didn't say which, which other order was. That was about the same extreme pivot from yeah. body odor to Bible bath bombs, man. Yeah, that's good. But I think the other, um, my other fear is like being on my deathbed and realizing I dream, died with all these dreams inside of me. Mm-hmm. And so that's a big thing that like um, drives me to just to go for it. That's awesome. So give us some inflection points of your life is the question I, I ask most of our guests, you know, some, some highs and lows and maybe how kind of creative spaces have played into that for you as well. Yeah. So um, my parents are amazing and they, they always did a fantastic job of, I never felt pressure to be anything than myself um, and them kind of giving us the freedom and flexibility um, to like explore what we wanted to do, who we wanted to be. So my brother, for instance, he's a very talented songwriter, um, and I'm a mainly a photographer, and then do this. So we both kind of have um, we have creative jobs, and uh, even though they are not like traditionally like creatives, you know, in like the sense that as far as art goes that we think about. Um, so that I, I lived overseas in high school. That kind of you know took me out of like the normalcy of like, you know, you go to high school, you go to college, and then it just opened my eyes to like, there's a whole nother world out there. So I think that has just naturally had a big impact on me. Um, and then this is kind of like what I've done. So I was a youth minister, so actually I'm a, a youth minister. So Wes was a college minister at the church I was going to at the time, mm-hmm. and you announced that you and Leanne were leaving to go to the uh, Atlanta for the YMCA job. Yep. And I felt God tell me like, this is so funny thinking about it, but he's like, hey, you need to do something. Like, you need to step up. 
And I was like, I didn't grow up in a youth group. I wasn't a youth ministry major. I had no experience, but I was like. And where did you grow up? Just real quick. So mainly, I grew up mainly St. Louis. And then when I was 15, I moved to South Africa with my dad's job. Mm-hmm. Spent all four years of high school there. And then I um, went to Lipscomb for college. Yep. Good. Um, but yeah, so I felt like God was telling me to do something about it. And I was like, all right, so I'm just going to take the smallest step. And if this is actually you telling me to do something about it, then I'll trust you to like fulfill that out. And so I just, I went up to West with a class and you had like told us that you're leaving. I was like, hey, if you're looking for interns or anything, like, like I'm interested. And then like a few months later, me and Chris Gannon, one of my buddies were um, like, we were the interns, but really like there was no one. <laughs> like we were just the youth ministers. And Chris luckily was a youth ministry major and is super talented. He, I think he still is today. Um, and thank God for him, because I had no idea what I was doing. And, and no one else was like, Tell me what to do. So that sounds like West End. Um, yeah, exactly. And so, um, and so then I really, so I always kind of dabbled in different like things, like sports, music, like um, play drums, do some songwriting, um, and I went from. So I did the, the college internship, and then I went to Guatemala to study Spanish. Kind of came back soon because it's earlier than planned because my grandfather got sick. So I was kind of in Nashville, like, I'm not supposed to be here right now, like in my head, so like, what am I gonna do? So I got a job at a coffee shop, and then um, when I was there, the youth minister they had hired um, resigned, and they're like, hey, can you fill in for a summer? And I ended up being there three or four years. But I went from making like seven bucks an hour to like 24 grand a year, which at the time I was like, I have all this money. Hold the phone. And so, yeah. And so I wanted to, I was like, okay, I have a little extra money now. I was like, I want to just like choose one thing and really pursue it and try to excel at it. And so I used that money, all that extra money I had. Uh, Corolla, dude. That's right. Uh, so I use that money to upgraded buy... from the Taurus to the Corolla. There we go. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, so I, I bought a camera and I was like, I'm just gonna like any extra time or money or energy I have, I'm gonna put into photography. And um, so I've been doing photography for 15 years full time now. Okay, so let yeah. me ask this question. So, how many of y'all were like? What all did he just say? Yeah. There was a lot. That's a lot. Sorry. Yeah, and that's that's a that's what happens when you interview creative people, right? <laughs> but South, I heard South Africa, I heard Guatemala, I heard I played in this, I had a job at a coffee shop, I did. I mean, there was a ton in that. I mean, yeah. the experience that you had in your adolescent years was very extensive. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are things that you jump. So first off. God bless Lacey, number one. (laughs) Yeah. Number two, there are things, there's something inside of you that you do jump into stuff, right? And then we're going to get into that, you know, specific uh, kind of entrepreneur endeavors that you're in right now. But there's something about you that a lot of people have a lot of fear to jump into something new. A lot of people would say, I don't know what I'm doing with this youth ministry thing, but I'll jump in and then see what's there too. What is that inside of you? What, what, what is that inside of you that, you know, has some kind of motivation or some intrinsic thing that says, yeah, I'll jump into that, see what that's like. Yeah. Is there some excitement in there? What, what does that look yeah. like for you? I think there's, there's two important parts. So I, I think the first one is um, just like a, a childlike behavior, mm-hmm. um, which I believe you have too. Um, God and, bless my wife as yeah. well. <laughs> And so I, I think one of like one of my favorite quotes is a creative adult is a child who survived. Uh, creative adult is a child who survives. Yeah. 
Oof. Man, so you're I, dropping some I think, meme bombs on us today. But I, I think that's so powerful. I was talking about this with Lacey last night. Um, you know, I realized, like, as adults, a lot of times we're trying to get kids to act like adults, and Jesus tells adults to act like kids. Mm. And so I think Ooh, you got you got to amen for tie, that one. Let's tying go. back to that openness from one that, of our elders, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just that openness to receive, uh, like what God is sending our way, and like the faith to believe, like. You know, kids, they ask a lot of questions. And I think one of the, like, questions that is helpful for me is, like, well, what if? And, like, I, like what if it doesn't work out? Like, well, I, I kind of back where I started. And what if it does? And, like, like do you, like, go into the, all the positive dreaming and things that could happen? And if they don't, who cares? And so the other half of that, which this leads to, is, like, it's going to get dark here for a second. But, like, we all have the same ending to our story. Like, we all die, mm-hmm. right? And so, like... In 50 years, like, my kids will remember me, but, like, their kids won't probably really know. I mean, I'm not trying to get too dark. All that to say, like, like if you think of all the people that have ever existed and how many of them you've never heard about, it's just, like, it, the things that feel so important and that we feel like we have to do in this life to, like, have value or be successful don't matter and no one's going to care about them. Oh, and so that's just so it can be really dark and you would be like, well, that's super depressing. Or you can say, well, that frees me to do anything. Um, so that, like, I think about death a lot because, like, it really puts things in perspective of what's important. Yeah. Uh, and it frees you to have the bravery and courage to realize, like, it doesn't matter. So just go for it because I don't want to die with those dreams inside of me. So you've got all these different things. You jump into these different spaces. You know, there's, uh, I love how you described why you do that, your motivation behind that as well. There is one kind of foundational uh, creative space that you have played in and I, I will say play unbelievably well in as well as far as talent and eye and things and that is photography so could you tell us a little bit about how photography has really kind of that been that bread and butter for you for a long long time and if if I'm sure some of our listeners have had Justin come and photograph things before it's absolutely unbelievable the stunning yeah. image that he creates and the moments that that you can grab at as well is really yeah. impressive so thank you first of all um so one thing I love about just any creative endeavor is you are you're able to take something that's either inside of you or something that you see and no one else really is aware of and like create something tangible that you're able to share uh so with photography it's like I am like, I'm, I'm not natural. I'm not a big talker, which, like, coming on here, I don't know, I'm talking about my whole life story, which is kind of funny, but... I'm um, forcing you to it, so... Yeah, so it's, it's just, different. like, photography allows me to share the world that I see, and especially with weddings, it's, like, um, you're telling a story of what's unfolding through a certain, like, uh, a certain eye, which is my eye, so it's, like, I'm interpreting the story, but I'm also, like, putting my own kind of spin on it, and it's... I love it because it's, like... Um, you're you're seeing people you're showing people things they don't necessarily even see in themselves so even if it's a simple portrait of someone how many so just to our live audience real quick how many of y'all ever taken a photo and known that really captures that person of our kids and that kind of stuff that that brings out their personality and those kind of things so as you catch your breath and and drink a little water uh got a few jobs i've i've seen many of justin's photos and again when you talk about capturing the moment it's there's something about a feeling that can come out of a still image and capture that as well. So I can only imagine for somebody like you, when you cat, when you feel like you've truly captured somebody that's very meaningful to you, yeah. how important that is as well. Yeah, that's cool. 
right, let's pivot a little bit. And uh, so photography as a base. And then you were like, you know what? Bible bath bombs. That's that's the thing for sure. Yeah. Tell us about jumping into that space and give us highs and lows of starting a business like that and kind of what's to come as well. So there was, sure. I think there was about 12 questions in there. So pick, yeah. and, pick and choose. So I'll kind of show you how I got to this point, like even just like the idea um, very briefly. So I've kind of like, I love photography, but like no one wants like a 60 year old wedding photographer around. So I'm like, what can I do to create like some kind of business or job? So I, honestly, I was looking at Amazon FBA, which is like, basically if you buy an iPhone case, uh, from Amazon, someone bought like 2,000 of them from China for like two cents and like, so I was like, okay. So I was watching this video, this guy explaining all these things and he's like showing how much things are selling on Amazon and I was like, he didn't even talk about this but I like looked at the numbers and was like, people are buying like 10,000 bath bombs? Like this is crazy, I don't even use bath bombs. Uh, and I saw some for kids that had toys inside and I was like, oh, that'd be cool. And I was like, well what if there was a story that went with the toys that were inside? Um, and I was like, well, what if it's a Bible story? And then like, what if it was a cute little like animal or some like narrator? And like when I had that thought, like when it kind of came together, um, like I felt like an overwhelming like presence of the Holy Spirit. And it's just like, all right, this is what I'm supposed to do. That being said, I had never written a children's book. I never had a product manufactured. I draw like a third grader. And so for all, like all, any logical here's, reason, it should be, it's impossible to me, right? But. Here's the vision that God's given me. All the elements that'll make this happen, I'm a novice at. Yeah, not even, an, I don't even say a novice. Like I got a C in uh, like English in college. So that like, tracks. Yeah. So I forget your name, college professor, but look at me now, yeah. <laughs> That's why I write children's books. Oh, did I say that out loud? That's my fault, Justin. That's why I write, that's why I take photos and I write children's books and not adult books. Um, yeah, so that's kind of when I had the idea. And um, so then I had to go about like finding a manufacturer. Um, and two, like I wanted, so my beautiful wife Lacey has a business called National Holistic Nutrition, which is like obviously like holistic. So there's a lot of bath moms that have like stuff in them that are not good for kids. Uh, so a big challenging part was finding a company that would do like uh, organic raw ingredients. And so that was a challenge. Um, and then getting them to understand the concept because no one has been has done anything like this. And so I, I just happened to like after talking to several, several companies, there was a girl named Monica that was like, oh, I get I like I get the idea. And this is like, you know, coming from like Chinese to English. Uh, she's like, I understand. And like, I think this is such a great idea. And she was the first one. Everybody else was like, well, here's what it would cost, blah, blah, blah. So she kind of grasped the vision. And I was like, okay, we're on the right track. Um, and then so while I was like kind of getting that in place, I was writing the stories and found an illustrator. So I was kind of like, those two things were going on at once. And once the book was finished, I'd get everything. So you didn't get better at illustrating, you just farmed that, yeah, that, that yeah. part out. Well, and that's the thing too, if you have some, like a big picture thing you wanna do, like you don't, you, a lot of you shouldn't do alone and like you don't have to do alone. It's so easy these days to not only like find other talented people, but also to share what you're creating through social media. So yeah. I, I think honestly, it's one of the most exciting times to be a, a creative for that so, Tell us a little, just a little bit about the Bible bathroom. If if yeah. I could put you on the spot and have you share your favorite, your favorite or the story, 
the the bath bomb and story and toy that mm. that comes most to mind for you and yeah. and I'll kind of describe that so you you get the uh, the bath bomb you put it in the tub with your kids and as the bath bomb uh, dissipates or whatever there's a toy inside yeah. that then matches to a story in a book yeah. as well exactly and, and uh, so tell us tell us a little bit more about that give a little bit color to that <clears throat> by describing maybe your favorite toy or your favorite bomb your favorite sure. story yeah so all you do is you match up the story number to the bath bomb um and bubby so bubby is the bear he's got a cute little green hoodie on and he like narrates all the stories so he'll do a little introduction and then it goes into a traditional bible story and then he does a little conclusion that has a moral um or some kind of biblical lesson connected to the toy so for instance and this is I don't know what's my favorite story because uh, it's like the sales pitch I'm doing when I like I was told. You need to brag time. on yourself a little bit, man. You're yeah. on the right, right, right podcast for that. But I will say, uh, so the first one is the story of creation, and so um, and the toy inside is a ladybug, and so Bubby introduces the story. So I ask lots of questions. Bubby asks lots of questions. Me and Bubby are kind of one. <laughs> Bubby, and if you want, Bubby laughing, is right here for our live yeah. audience, right in front, right here, Bubby. <laughs> but it's like, uh, so Bubby's he's basically like you know like. Have you ever stopped to think, think like where everything comes from? It's like, well, have I? I don't know. And it's just like uh, everything you've ever tasted or seen with your eyes or like smelled, like where does that all come from? And so then we kind of like, it's like I have a wonderful story about, you know, the creation of everything. And then so you go into the Bible story and then it ends with, so Bubby will do a little wrap up. And he says, so the kid's holding this little ladybug and it says, did you know that there are over 5,000 different types of ladybugs? It's like, no, who would know that kind of information? Did anybody in here know that? You knew there were more than 5,000 types of ladybugs? Yeah. And so. Aside from your son who's raising yeah, his yeah. hand. He know. helps me with a sales pitch. He's like, I used that bath bomb last night. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so Bubby says, if God wanted you to be like everyone else, he would have made one type of ladybug. But he wants you to embrace who he designed you to be. So every time you see a ladybug, remember you're created on purpose and for a purpose. That's solid. Um, all right, so uh, Bible bath bombs. What's what's next for you? What are you because because you don't sit idly and say, okay, well now I'm settled in to all the creative spaces that I'm gonna have. For you're gonna yeah. you're gonna till the day you die. Thank you for that very dark comment earlier. <laughs> till the day you die, you're gonna constantly be dreaming, and you're gonna yeah. think that that what if question as well. So yeah. I'm sure there's something on your mind for what's mm-hmm. coming too. Could you give us a little? preview of that yeah so I will say you know earlier you mentioned um, like I'm good at jumping into things historically and this, I think this is good for all creatives is I'm also historically good at jumping out of things <laughs> too soon uh, and so I've been looking for something that created like I could use all my so like music writing photography just like creating and so I was looking for a, a bucket I could put all those kind of things that I enjoy doing into and this is this is I finally found my bucket <laughs> Um, so what's in the future is, so I'm going to change, I'm going to, I might keep the bath bombs. I'm definitely moving into a Advent style set that's like a punch box. Yeah, Leanne's excited. Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah. so, because there's a lot of kids that have allergies, um, sometimes some bath bombs do, especially if they've been using like the ones that have toxic stuff, like, you know, they have reactions and stuff. So uh, just to open it up to like where all kids can enjoy it. Um, but so the, the plan for the future I'm writing songs that go with each Bible story in the book. Um, and then I'm also going to create like, 
this is great that I'm staying in a podcast because now I know I have to do it. That's right. So uh, right. y'all can hold me to it. But so I'm going to create like a Mr. Rogers style YouTube show for kids. Um, that basically I do a little intro and then read the stories to them. And then at the end we have like those songs that I'm writing. And then um, I'm also going to do a read along where it's just like reading the book so kids can be following along in the book if they're old, old enough to read. And it like to, has a little beep so they know when to turn the page. Um, so that's kind of that's the direction where I'm heading um, just to, to get the word out and like just create a lot of like amazing things that go along with it and just to really like uh, be able to get the stories out there and, and impact kids. That's awesome, yeah. Justin. All right, let me pivot real quick. Any questions from our live audience uh, that you might have? Go ahead, Liam. My thought is it's just a comment, but um, I love that idea because we bought these for our friends' girls last year, and I thought, well, what happens when they're done with them? Mm -hmm. What's next? So it's really cool that you've gone and you've thought that, too, of it's not just a one purchase. You're done with it. Now we can learn 25 stories. And yeah. Think about what's coming next. So mm -hmm. from a purchaser's point of view, yeah, thank you. Very cool. Yeah, so my original idea was to like just work our way through the Bible. Um, and so everybody loves the first series. The second series is the stories of Jacob and Joseph, which I think are amazing. Uh, it hasn't been quite as popular as the first series because everybody loves like creation and this, like Noah, like those are easy to like hop onto. But um, everybody wants some Jesus stories, which I've, I've honestly been hesitant to. It's just I feel like it's. You know, I heard Mike from VeggieTales, you know, saying too, he's like, we're never going to have, like, Jesus. And it's it's so, like, I don't know. It's such, Jesus is so powerful. You don't want to do it wrong. You don't want to, like, make a card. I don't want to make, I, it's hard to, like, balance that. But, uh, so I am planning on doing a Christmas series for next Christmas and doing an Easter series. Uh, it's kind of what, and I have a memory verse series. It's going to be the third one that's coming out. Um, but so there's things, uh, like, like uh, ready to go, and then you have the business side of like what's viable to do right now and balancing all of that. Um, Justin, as you think about all these things that you've been a part of, and you've got three beautiful boys, and you just your 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 warm salt of the earth um, uh, wife, who you know you may smell bad, but she can look back at you, <laughs> can look back, look beyond that sometimes too. What are some things our class can be praying for for you and your family right now? As uh, so we. God really gives you a lot of peace that passes all that earthly understanding of all these complexities of everything. What could we specifically yeah. be praying for for you? I think just faith and endurance because, um, yeah, it, it's not been an easy road and um, to, to get it to this point and also, like, I've had super highs, high highs, and super low lows. And so just to realize it's just like part of the journey um, and to stay faithful. I think that's biblically, biblically based. If you look at anybody that God used to accomplish something he wanted to accomplish, like no one in the Bible had an easy time mm -hmm. doing it. And so it's just like, it's, um, you want to be like, I'm on God's path. And like, so he's going to bless everything. And that's just not how it works at all. Okay. So it's, it's more like you'll have lows. So he's like, it's a good reminder. You got to cling on to me. To, so I, I think having that spirit and that attitude, uh, and Lacey has her own business too, so it's just it's a wild, you know. Yeah. Kind of, life is a little wild sometimes, and so um, just like I guess strength, strength and patience and endurance would, would be. It's awesome. Great to have prayers over. Well, if y'all join me, let's uh, say a quick prayer over Justin and uh, Lacey as we bring our podcast to a close. Lord God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much for having my good friend uh, Justin here, and um, it's just amazing uh, as you 
cross paths with people sometime, you get an impression of people and those kind of things, but it's just something special to sit down and have intentional conversation around people's stories and what we can learn from that. Uh, thank you for the way in which Justin uh, approaches creativity. Uh, thank you for the faith that he has in you. Uh, thank you for the ways you've encouraged him and given him the strength uh, and Lacey as well to jump into these creative spaces because uh, it's inspiring uh, for the things that you're doing inside of us as well um, and the bravery to which he has those uh, as well. Give him the faith and the perseverance, uh, the patience, all those things that he's asking for him and Lacey uh, just to continue along uh, the path that you've laid out for them. Uh, may you bring a lot of love and joy and laughter to what I'm sure is a lot of activity uh, for three boys at their home as well. And may you give him and Lacey a peace that passes all earthly understanding. Uh, we pray all these things because of Jesus. Amen. Amen.